There was just a day where I woke up and I couldn't hide the fact that I was just not happy. At that stage, I was just like, I'm going to give this one more shot. And literally within a week, I got the first email. We want to book you for a guest set. This is our budget. I'm like, cool. My transition into DJing full time didn't entirely happen on purpose. I was saying yes to everything. I was just like, yes, yes, yes. It was crazy. I hit 10K on the 1st of January, I think, and then reached 100K by March. It's something that's really important to think about that maybe isn't discussed as much like on this topic. You need to be able to... Welcome back to this week's Off The Record DJ podcast. And we are coming through with guests, guests on guests. This week, she posted her first TikTok in 2021 and since then has a global following of over 200,000 people played in Mallorca, Cyprus, France, Munster, Ibiza, Germany, Milan, Spain, multiple festivals. It's Annabelle. Hello. What an intro. <laughs> I feel like you know where I've been more than I do. Listen, I've been doing 24 hours of stalking for this podcast. <laughs> love it, Scrolling. love it. Scrolling. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, it's been a great summer. I'm in a good place. I'm enjoying life. I'm enjoying the journey. First time in Leeds. First time in Leeds. Yeah. 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 I didn't even realise that until I got here this morning, but the yeah. weather came through for us. Yeah. Thanks for coming up. We we were going to do this on Zoom. We thought, no, let's, it needs to be vibes. We need to do it this in person because we've got a lot to talk about because your journey has been sort of rapid and it's taken so many different directions, but you are killing it right now, right now doing some amazing gigs. And I think it's a great... Um, opportunity and a lesson that people can take away from various ways that you've got into the industry and we're going to talk about it now. So how long ago did you, you posted your first TikTok, you said in 2021, like February, 2021, but were you DJing before you started posting content? Yeah. yeah. So I had a, a slightly, I've, I've kind of come into my DJing journey quite backwards compared right. to other people. So I started DJing properly in like 2019. Okay. Um, I had sort of picked up a controller, I think the year before, messed around with it, thought this is terrible and then just put it <laughs> under my bed and didn't touch yeah, it again yeah, for another year. Yeah. Um, and then in 2019, I started practicing and recording a couple of mixes and putting things online. Mm -hmm. And because I had a background in the industry already through community radio. Right. Um, and I was doing all sorts as well. I like ran a music blog and I'd interview nice. some artists. So you know when you're, you're like- You're always in interested in like the yeah, scene, yeah. Yeah, always like from the very beginning. So because I sort of had a bit of a network in the industry already, mm. I was able to get one or two gigs off all the right. back of that. Nice. Um, and I mean, you know, I'd be just kind of warming up in like a yeah. shop or something, yeah, yeah, pressing yeah. play on a few tunes, didn't really know what I was doing. Um, and- that was kind of where I was at when we went into lockdown right. in 2020. Okay. Um, and I panicked. I was like, oh my God, I've just kind of found something that I feel like is yeah, going to work. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, I feel like this is my thing. But now the clubs are closed and like... Ah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So lockdown was announced. I panicked and I ordered a microphone online. Mm. And I was like, I'm just going to launch a radio show Great. on a whim. Nice. And I launched the antidote with annabelle which is my radio show on soundcloud okay i always had that name in my head and i was like one day nice. one day i want to do something with this name yeah so i began like a, a radio show where i was like 
basically recording DJ mixes mm. and then I'd like chat over the top and introduce my favorite producers and artists. Sick. All on SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, from there, it was, I was doing that for about a year and I actually started to get some loyal listeners on yeah, SoundCloud. Nice. And that's when people started to encourage me to join Twitch. Yeah. Because by this point, it was the beginning of 2021. <laughs> I think the third lockdown had been yeah, announced. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, <laughs> and I was like, we're not going anywhere, they are all, we? They all blend into one. After yeah. the, f- the first one, the good one, they say, <laughs> the, the rest of them, just chaos. Yeah, exactly. Um, so by that point, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. We're not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. And people were like, you should start streaming your DJ sets on mm. Twitch. And I was like, to be honest, I'm a fraud. Like, I can't DJ live yet. <laughs> yeah, I've just yeah. been in my room, like, and I will re-record a mix, like, 15 times I've until it there. sounds good. Definitely. So I was like, I'm not ready to actually live stream yeah, yeah, DJ yeah. sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought, screw it. Like, you have to push yourself out of your comfort zone and, and just go for it with these things. Sick. So before you, you mentioned that you, you were doing some bits in the music industry before. What were your jobs before DJing? So I, when I, like back when I was even at school, I was yeah. studying music production. Yeah. And then when I went to uni, I was doing languages at first, mm. which didn't really work out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Still can't speak any other languages. Um, but on the side, I was making music yeah. and I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to be a pop star. I wanted to be a rock star. I wanted to be a rapper. I wanted to be everything. Me too. <laughs> still, <laughs> that's, that's, still. Yeah, that's where it all begins, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was making music and writing and doing a bit of production. Yeah. Um, and at this point I'd switched to a commercial music degree and moved to London. So I was at Westminster Uni mm. and they were like, you've got to do your final project. And for people who are making music and ch- chose music as their final project, yeah. that had to be like an EP oh, that right. went online. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I think that's kind of silly. Like, cause if you're not ready, yeah, then yeah. What, it's, it's going to be yeah. a bad thing to yeah. put something online before yeah. you're ready. So I was like, okay abort yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like what else can I do and I thought I just love chatting to artists about mm. their journey Sick. so I've kind of naturally um transitioned into presenting mm, nice um and then I started doing community radio on the side yeah so I had a show on represent fm oh, yeah really cool sort of underground um it's like based in Brixton yeah Brixton yeah um and then I did radar radio mm-hmm. for a bit yeah. r.i.p r.i.p yeah <laughs> oh um but at this at this point you know none of that was making me any money and I was super broke like had just moved to London and honestly just needed to like pay the rent so after trying to kind of take my radio show to the next Mm. level and failing I was like I'm just taking a big break from the industry yeah um and i'm just going to focus on getting some nine to five experience and climbing the career ladder so that i can afford to live in london yeah (laughs) so fast forward a bit then so you started posting a bit and your friends were going yeah do this twitch thing you started getting to this twitch thing when did things start to like sort of bubble over you like actually there's something in this like it was definitely twitch for me that did that so lockdown like lockdown changed my life to be honest and I had, I thrived in lockdown. Like I'm very privileged so, to be able to say that, yeah. but like, you know, we were locked away inside. Yeah. And at this point, my family were living just an hour away from London. So mm-hmm. my sisters and I all moved back home. Okay. Um, and 
I just was able to put all of my free time into this passion project yeah. and just learn and watch all of your videos <laughs> yeah, to learn nice. how to DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember when we followed you, you had like a 200 followers or something <laughs> like that. I was like, oh, she, she, sick mixes though. Let's, let's see what happens. That is crazy. Yeah, I love yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, spent many hours watching like the online tutorials mm. and then I was like, okay, I'm going to give this Twitch thing a go. Yeah. And I started streaming and like I have pictures from my first live stream <laughs> i say pictures yeah because yeah, yeah. it was like a slideshow because that's how bad my how equipment bad was. was like yeah, the yeah, video yeah, yeah. wouldn't even move yeah 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 um and so that was like a whole journey in itself with all of the tech side oh of my things. god it, like I, I, it gives me anxiety now when we do a live stream because even now we've got all the equipment and everything and even now when we press go something hundred percent. Something. Every time. Yeah. I, to this day, I can't start a live stream without there being a technical issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. a right of passage. The, the amount of crossfader videos we put out around different ways to live stream and then it, it would work <laughs> and then they change something and it'd be totally different. You'd be like, oh my God. So that is, that's the most stressful bit of lockdown for me, like learning how to live stream. Oh my God, absolutely. Oh. Like there were, there were tears. Like I would literally be <laughs> like on my bedroom floor in despair. Like, oh no, I just realized I need to order this like adapter from Amazon to but be able to connect this to that. Yeah. So that was um that was a whole other nightmare in itself. But yeah. I, I persevered and I started um started streaming online mm. and I will never forget those first few streams. Yeah. Like there were four people in the chat. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> everyone starts with everyone starts with four people in the chat. <laughs> you just gotta power through. Yeah, yeah. Just gotta get learn their names. <laughs> yeah. What their dog's called and <laughs> Exactly. Please, please come back tomorrow. <laughs> They like, I mean, yeah. it's amazing now because looking back on it, it's like, I remember all of the usernames, like all the people that were there. And I'm like, you guys like helped kickstart my DJ career. But yeah, that's, that's where it all really properly began for me. So when that started and um, after lockdown, when things started opening up, what ha what happened then? What happened to Snowball? You start getting some gigs or works. I know you've worked at uh, the Adidas flag flagship store in London for a while. Yeah. Did that all come off the back of this or? Well, I had actually done one gig there mm. like the on the last weekend of 2019 all right okay yeah. so like before lockdown and i loved it and I, I i literally got in like as you all do in these kind of like big like brand events mm. through someone Ooh, like yeah, pulling out someone, and yeah. like i was like yeah. oh my god i'll jump in i'll, I'll do, do it. it yeah 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 um and yeah it was someone who i'd connected with like previously in yeah. one of my jobs and yeah so then I managed to get back to that. And that was actually one of the first gigs that I was able to do because yeah. it was a shop it's and a shop. it was like yeah, super yeah, yeah. clean, following all the restrictions. Yeah. And for the first few gigs back, I was there with my mask on. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah of course. Literally yeah. in the corner with my COVID mask oh on, just rocking away. Yeah. Um, and so that was actually just so, so helpful for me yeah. to have that kind of like security at least because that was like more you, of a residency and you kept live streaming from the shop i did yeah yeah she's amazing i wasn't a hundred percent sure if i was allowed to yeah yeah yeah. but yeah. i i was like you know better Whatever. to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission 100%. and actually like after a while um i i would obviously like like say to the staff come over yeah, like, yeah, have yeah they'd be like you streaming and they yeah. really liked it and yeah. it became actually like a, a good yeah like added value to yeah. my brand as a value, dj yeah. um and so I loved doing that and they were really, really long sets. So I really enjoyed the company of like the chat, just keeping me going. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> keeping me on my feet for six and a half hours. I love that. Um, but yeah, it's it was also a way to like diversify my income, I guess, because yep. with Twitch, you can 
earn money and that's another yeah, yeah, yeah. way that I was able to, to get this career yeah. off the a ground. A good part of this podcast is um, you're going to chat about like the different income streams for DJs because it's never been more accessible to earn money outside of like the clubs like DJing in a club for six hours and it, we talk about it a lot on this podcast like the ways you can make money like even like DJing in a at a shop like Adidas is like that's another way you know you're not doing anything on a Saturday day <laughs> like yeah. these shops want content like yeah. it's not out of the realms of possibility if you approach one of these you know a Nike shop or an Adidas shop and say I'm a DJ blah 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 you know most of them will be like oh yeah we'll give it a shot for a week blah exactly. blah blah and, and you can get good content and all that kind of thing um sticking with the streaming stuff then before we move on like yeah you've done like hundreds of streams now and you've got a good following and that's like that was like the start of your like oh actually this is this is gonna be a thing Let's do some questions around live streaming because still now it's such a great way for either a younger audience or somebody who might live in an area where there's not a clubs or not the opportunity to just get live experience and get on decks, get in front of people and have like a show up, like learn to show up, learn to DJ for four hours straight. Um, so live stream then, what what do people need to get set up with a live stream? Like what? What you you said like the first ones you were like. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Basically, my camera, my phone, and like. Yeah. I want to say that you can go super budget with it, yeah, but yeah, wow, yeah. it's expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm playing. You can. I mean, now, thankfully, with yeah. like TikTok streaming yeah. as well, like yeah. you can literally just stream your on your phone. You have an iRig or an EverMix. EverMix, yeah. Connect, and you're good to go. Um, I wanted to because i it depends what platform you're choosing as well sure, because yeah. if you want to stream on switch or youtube then it's kind of another level of quality you're doing like the last yeah you can streaming. have like visuals and that thing if you if you yeah. want to um, yeah but like yeah how often do you need to show up to sort of build a following so i'm going to talk about twitch because that's yeah. all i really know 100%. um with twitch i think Lockdown was just, it really was the best time to kind of launch a channel on there because obviously everyone is stuck at home. Like no one can go out anyway. No one can go and spend their money in the club. So you have so many people online um, and who want to support creatives as well. Um, But I think with Twitch to really get your channel up and running, you want to be streaming about three times a week. And you ideally want to be streaming for nine to 12 hours a week as well. So that's like maybe three, three hours minimum per stream. And I do see it as a full-time job. 100%. So I wouldn't have been able to do that if I hadn't been at home with yeah. no distractions in the evenings, like sure. able to completely throw myself into it. For sure. And even when lockdown lifted and life sort of semi went back to normal, um, I found it really hard to stay on top of that. Sure. Uh, and you have people, you have DJs, you know, all over the world who are full-time Literally Twitch DJs. Just doing it like all the time, like yeah. every, every single night pretty much. Because even when you're not streaming, yep. you're engaging with your community, there like you most likely on Discord, mm um you're hanging out with your community in the chat you're planning your next stream you're building something new and interactive that's going to incentivize viewers to come along and support you it really is so much work but what i will say is that with the likes of tiktok now Mm. you can be a little bit more just not like as invested as yeah, you might sure, need to be yeah. on Twitch. Yeah, because it's got the reach. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's more set up for you to be able to find an audience and sort of nurture that audience, build quicker. Yeah. And then you can pe- like piggy off the back of your normal content. It's kind of like a hamster wheel of, of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And like TikTok is amazing for discoverability. Big time. Like when you it's go live, you can just have uh, like hundreds of people come through. Definitely. And as long as your, your content is engaging and you can yeah. interact with the chat enough, like... 
you can keep you know you can retain most of those viewers yep. it's very up and down like how how it works but it's just so different to twitch which is a lot less uh you get a lot less discoverability there yeah. but you have a much more engaged community and therefore yeah. probably more support yeah how does um so djs might be like yeah i want to start doing it but it's a full-time job like how do i make money from streaming what are they what are the income avenues so with streaming um with twitch it's 100 percent donations based okay so literally everything you make is yeah. just off the back of someone feeling generous and wanting to donate so, so that's why the community aspect of it exactly yeah. talking to people is like so important key. yeah and actually in most of my twitch streams i'm not really djing that seriously i'm mainly just like chatting shit with the yeah. community yeah i've seen like outtakes of you with like a martini glass and just yeah. like hey. <laughs> i'm like i don't know what's going on like that camera's having hit i went live the other day and like my camera just like had turned off and all I was right like, but hey the guys, audio is yeah. still audio <laughs> Cause I was like, cool. I did like the big reveal when I switched from the starting soon screen. And I was oh. like, okay, cool. You can't even see me, but here I am. Uh, so then you're just like troubleshooting live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all donations based. I mean, you can yeah. make ad revenue, but that's very minimal in comparison. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's basically down to you as mm. the streamer to make it as interesting yep. and exciting as possible for people to donate. And that involves things like designing graphics and like, building overlays and reactions to yeah. support actions is what they would call like subscribing yeah. or tipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it gets very nerdy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I spent many, many nights, like up until Geeking four in out. the morning, just like mm -hmm. trying to work out how on earth to like export this file yeah. in the right format, yeah. to then upload <laughs> it on this website, which I then pull as an overlay on <laughs> Twitch. And then oh. it, I've got to make sure it triggers in the moment because imagine if you tell someone that if they tip, x amount mm -hmm. there's going to be like dollar signs falling from the sky and yeah, then yeah, they yeah. tip and then it doesn't it, work yeah so you just yeah it's very like very stressful there's, there's but to it. i love it but worth it and like yeah 100 percent like, totally. like i say another income stream and if you're someone who's like djing friday saturday night and you've got like the week free it's like yeah think about it and start it same same with tiktok again tiktok works where like i say for more more for discoverability and if you've got good content already there it just helps push your other content as well when you're yeah. streaming live but like you say you've got to be engaging get to know people use the microphone and yeah it's a good way yeah and also i, ca I can't forget the most important thing which is to just be yourself 100 percent. yeah like if you some of your, like some you, of your outtakes have gone like you, <laughs> you post your outtakes <laughs> yeah, yeah. right yeah yeah <laughs> you just literally have to be yourself like it's so easy to get nervous of course with live streaming and for the first few streams i was very like uptight and probably quite awkward and i look <laughs> back at those first videos and i just cringe yeah but people just love seeing you like relax into it and yeah. being yourself and just laughing about stuff amazing fast forward to now then you are now full-time working dj amazing <laughs> when did when did that when did you make that decision uh, <laughs> like and and how <laughs> do you know what i knew i knew this question would yeah, come yeah, yeah. um and my my transition into djing full-time mm. didn't entirely happen on purpose okay <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. i was working um all throughout lockdown i still had a full-time job yeah and then when we went back to the office after that, I was trying to maintain that and also maintain the streaming schedule yeah. on the side, mm -hmm. which was already quite a struggle, but yeah. um, it, it, 
in like I just hadn't thought about going full time yet. There just yeah, wasn't yeah, an option yet. Yeah. I wanted to be a lot further along in my journey before I yep. took that leap of faith. Yeah. Um, around that time, I got a new job. Um, I was offered a position at another startup. So. I moved from my previous job, which I'd been at for like two and a half years to this new startup. And like as early as the first day, I was just like, okay, <laughs> I've made, I've made a big mistake. Oh God, really? <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was like, I won't yeah. go, I won't go too no, no, into no. detail, but, um, <laughs> it, but it was just not the right, it just wasn't, wasn't the right fit for me. Okay. Um, and I tried to force it for a while. Yeah like didn't last very long and I mean like we've all we've all had experiences with work when it's just not the right fit for you and like it just ends up knocking your confidence or like I mean I was I was miserable yeah and I was a shell of a woman (laughs) (laughs) by the end of my time there which was three months to be specific oh really yeah so just 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 long enough for my probation yeah yeah so like a blessing in disguise and it's kind of forced you into going yeah okay honestly like (laughs) I like there was just a day where I woke up and uh, like by this point I I couldn't hide the fact that yeah. I was just not happy. Um and I I kind of went into the office that day and just knew that I was coming out without a job. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and I it is so funny because I left and like I was I was stressed yeah because i never not had a job yeah i literally like was on a salary before i even graduated mm-hmm. i was like get me straight into the rat race of course let's like yeah get I'll on pay payroll. Bills. yeah exactly um and because it was so kind of like unplanned and because there'd been so much emotion building up just like in this particular job situation it was like a huge relief relief yeah and I, I was like I was crying yeah. but I was like not sad yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like I hang that. on 100%. what is this yeah, yeah and I called my sister and I was like I don't have a job anymore <laughs> I don't know how to tell mom and dad mm. and she was like this is great yeah and I was like okay cool so I was like right next step I'm gonna call mom before I call dad <laughs> And I called my mom and I'll never forget. I I called her and I was like, mom, look, I've got to tell you something. And yeah, yeah. literally nobody was surprised, by the way, because that is how like bad it the was situation obvious. was. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, mom, like, I don't have a job anymore. And she was like, that's fantastic, darling. You were so miserable. And I was yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were being mean to us for like three months. <laughs> <laughs> literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the situation. And then I walked into a prep Oh, and you know, every now and then, I don't know if they still do this anymore, but like every now and then they would just like give a free coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a free coffee. I got a free coffee. And <gasps> I was universe. like, oh my God. And the I looked universe. at her and I took the coffee and I had like tears in my eyes. And I was like, <laughs> you just made my day. I've just lost my job. She was like, you'll be absolutely You're fine. Be fine. <laughs> and I just literally bounced away with a spring in my step. Amazing. And I mean, at that point I was making enough from Twitch mm. to just about cover the rent yeah okay and so i was like if i can just get a few gigs a month i should be okay yeah um and that was the plan in my head i i spoke to loads of my friends (laughs) big up my support network yeah yeah yeah. and one of my friends just said whatever you do just don't stress out this week just give yourself a week to just process Mm -hmm. the situation yeah and um, I did not sleep properly for weeks. For week, yeah. It's like, it's the weirdest, I, I guess like, I guess if you plan 
this move, yeah. then you've kind of gone through that thought process yeah, already. Yeah, if, if you're planning a process, you've probably got yourself about three or four gigs and you're like, yeah, I've actually got, you know, this kind of steady thing. Yeah. So yeah, but to, to, to go sort of cold turkey. Yeah, is, like overnight. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like hmm, okay, cool. <laughs> I haven't quite set myself up for this yet. And it was just this like crazy feeling of that. And every freelancer will understand this. 100%. Just feeling completely and utterly alone. Yeah. Like no one's got your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not getting that salary in your bank account you know at the end of the month. It, it, honestly, I swear to God, it'll never leave you. I've been in the game 10, 15 years. And even like my residencies now, I always I always treat them like it will be like my last one. Yeah. Because like there was a time where I, I got a letter from all my residencies in a week. And like, I was like you, I had no, I went from making, I don't know, like a, a grand a month to having like nothing in like a week. And I was like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> money disappears. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it really just disappears as soon as it comes yeah. into your account, it's a gone. Anyone that's self-employed will just understand that it's just like yeah, yeah. exactly it's that, that 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 fear could just drive you towards it so you had this you had this like fear but this opportunity to be like oh I'm, i don't have anything else to do and focus on let's yeah. just go all and in. and i had the best community and yeah. i could just be completely transparent with them and i've always been like that i can't hide anything from no, like no. the core community on discord and 100%. even my instagram to an extent so yeah well, you you've got you've got a great series on tiktok called dj diaries which is like yes. just you unfiltered and it's so cool because you just you're just telling your life experience as, as it's happening. You're not like, because a lot of DJs just post a good stuff and it's like, look at me, I'm DJing at this festival, love me. <laughs> right? yeah. um, but there's so much, and anyone that listens to podcasts is a DJ and will know all these kind of like weird struggles you have, like equipment not working out and you know, promoters not paying you and all this kind of stuff. And this DJ Diaries is, is great. So yeah, follow Annabelle on TikTok and have a look at them. So some of your topics. One, let's talk about this. Uh, like I say, you've, you've got no gigs and you're like, oh my God. Fast forward to today when you, you posted about you booked yourself like a mini tour in like four different parts of the world in, in Europe. How does that happen? How like So it, bit it, fast it actually, forward, yeah, but yeah. No, it follows yeah. on exactly from like this transition yeah. into DJing full time because when when I first went full time with it, I was like, right, I'm gonna give myself like six months to a year yeah i'm gonna give myself six months to see if i can survive yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm gonna give myself a year to see if i can sustain that sure. and then at the end of that year i'm gonna review the situation and yep. like see if i need to switch up the game plan which is already a good plan because i don't think like that yeah i mean <laughs> like, what, what am i posting today <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah do you know what big yeah. up my parents because they would just be like yeah. what's like what's the plan yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise good, i would have just been like bobbing along yeah that's good um but yeah, so, okay, I was like six months in, I was like, cool, still afloat, still standing. Yeah. But by the end of the first year, so this is it's two months in October, so two months this month, basically, uh, since uh, I went freelance. And after the first, yeah. um, at the end of the first year, yeah. I was like, I'm not where I want to be, actually. Right, okay. yeah. Like, I haven't really grown that much. Mm-hmm. Um I'd say um, maybe may, I'd say this is like just before I went viral on TikTok for the first time. Okay. So I was like, right, I haven't had any like significant growth. Mm-hmm. I'm still relying on Twitch. Yeah. And my residency. Yeah. Which isn't challenging me because it's it's a shop, a shop scenario. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not a not, club. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to hold a dance floor. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I was seeing like, you know, all of my DJ peers, like getting out there and doing fest- yeah. festivals were back up and running, yeah. like, even though it was a bit hit and miss still. Yeah. Um, and I was like, right, okay, I need to change something. Like something has to go or I need to do something differently or I need to be more proactive. And like, I mean, I've 
been making it all up as I go along, but I could at least just acknowledge that I needed to make some changes, basically. Um, so it was around this time last year where I made the decision to let go of my residency mm. and um, focus more on like trying to just actively pitch myself to like events that I wanted to play at. Cool. Um, so I started doing more outreach and I also started creating more content. Mm. And I then had my first viral moment mm. on TikTok. Mm. And I remember it so clearly because mm. we were on a plane to Gibraltar where my dad is from. We got place out there and I was flying out with my sister and I was like, I'm going to use this flight really productively. Like I, I need to get on the content hustle. Let mm. me take this seriously. Cool. And we landed and like the signal came on and we were in separate rows because we were just like being cheapskates. <laughs> and the signal came on and I messaged Chrissy and I was just like, dude, I've just drafted 27 TikToks on that flight. <laughs> on the flight. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And I'm not even joking. Yeah. Three days later, yeah. I went viral. Crazy viral. Like yeah. millions yeah, yeah, of yeah. views. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. But And it's just like, it's so bad. It is like a drug, but mm. you you just suddenly feel like this sense of hope. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, when you see your content do so well, you're like, there are people out there that love it. There mm. just weren't enough eyes on it before. Yeah. So that gave me like a new lease of life. Big boost. Yeah. And um, however, it, it wasn't translating into like any business for me sure. at that stage. I was like getting a couple of like, you know, inquiries in here and there and like mm. cool projects and collaborations. Yeah. But like, it wasn't converting financially, basically. Yeah, into the gigs and people reaching yeah. out. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people think, yeah, go viral, got 10 million views. Where's my private jet? Like, where's my agent? <laughs> like, it's not really working out like that, does it? No, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. not how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so from there, I was like, okay, cool. Let me just keep doing this. And I managed to basically, I did manage to use that momentum yeah. to reach out to um gigs and i sent so many emails Did you? last winter that's good yeah to to try and like basically pattern like mm. a bit of a route around europe in yep. like a certain period of time yep. um again just looking at other djs and following the blueprint yeah but i got like two replies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. i was like oh my god this is really bleak like why does no one talk about this yeah, yeah, yeah. this djing thing is really hard rough. yeah it's rough <laughs> like millions of views on tiktok yeah, won't yeah. help you doesn't help and and uh, and then yeah to be honest i went on to have the worst winter oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. like it was bad i let go of the residency i wasn't streaming as much yep. because honestly my mental health just was just to. not in the yeah. right place and then it was winter, I got ill and it dragged on for ages. I lost my dog, oh, the no. family dog, which dog. just broke yeah, my yeah, heart yeah. into a million pieces. I was just, I was at rock bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was when I was like, I think TikTok doesn't completely translate to promoters yet. And yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. I need to really, really focus on Instagram. Okay. And I, and I was like, this is my last shot. It's my last shot now yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've because I'm like buzzing today and I've just had the best summer probably of my life. Yep. But it's been two years of like a really lonely. Yeah. Graft. Yeah. Grinding, and just like, a lot of sacrifice. Yeah, sure. So and at that stage, I was just like, I'm going to give this one more shot. 
and then like I don't really have a choice but yep. to to look for work again and I started posting an Instagram reel every single day every day for months, months. three months specifically yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three months yep every day and one of them finally started to grow <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it started picking up and then like more of them picking up yep. and the the journey was like it was crazy I hit 10k on the 1st of January I think or the 2nd of January yeah and then reached 100k yeah by March Mad. and I was like what because when you start getting that yeah 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 when you start getting the traffic and you're like yeah. don't stop <laughs> well we were talking about we just had some lunch we were talking about this it's like when when you are posting consistent content and not getting any results like it's it's, it's bleak, like you said a lonely bleak, bleak place and it's like like no one's watching this what am i doing what i'm i'm up to the early hours i'm scrolling trying to get ideas and i'm i'm going to like i don't know a gig or in my bedroom and i'm editing and no one's like watching but the beauty of kind of posting when no one's watching is you you, you can mess up and you can refine your content get it better and it's just like reps it's like going to the gym you like do reps and reps and reps and you get better and then what happens is once one go viral then you've got loads of content for people to come and just indulge and just be like, oh my God, where has this person been all my life? Like all of yeah. these mixes, I love this music. And then the f then you get the follow, you get the shares. Because if you go viral straight away, what's like? there's no point. Like, yeah. Because they've got no more content and yeah, they, they exactly. won't come back. It, won't, it just won't like convert into like loyal followers. And 100%. it's true. It's so, it, like I, I can't express like how demoralizing it is. Yeah. And my sister who I live with would come back from her job in the city, yeah. like feeling super pumped after a great day, being really productive. And I'd be on the sofa. Like, what, like, what am I doing? Just, I've yeah. not left the house all day. Yeah. No one's seeing my stuff. No one's replying to my emails. Like my yep. bank balance is getting lower and lower and lower. And I'm just like, this is, this isn't working. Yeah. So when, so you just said you had your best summer. So it, it's translated into gigs now, which yes. is, yes, finally we're here. So talk to me about your summer. Where have you been? Where have you been playing? What kind of shows? So it's, it's so funny as well, because yeah. I was speaking to a friend about like the growth on Instagram and how mm. like it won't convert into bookings straight away. Sure. Which like it makes perfect sense. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah, You've yeah. got more eyes on you. People are seeing your profile and they're adding it to their spreadsheets. Sure. But yeah. you might not get that email for a few weeks or even a few months. Like it takes you, you, time. You've still got to like be show up and be consistent and it gives it gives you it gives you credibility to start with. So reaching out to somebody who was you know, if you've got no followers and you reach out to someone, you're not gonna get a reply. But if you've got fifty thousand, then you might be like, Oh yeah, okay, I'll I'll check your stuff out. Yeah. And and it, and it totally. goes, goes from there, right? It gives you something to work with. And I was Big like time. following up to promoters that I'd message that I'd emailed months ago when I didn't have a following. And I was like, Hey, things are going really well by the way. Do you wanna be part of this journey? Exactly. <laughs> and so it yeah, it did give me something to show for myself. Um and it's just so like cliche as well, isn't it? Because when I had got to like around the 100K followers mark on yeah. Instagram, I had people coming out of the woodwork from like 10 years ago, like on Facebook. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. know I still had an account. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, wow, you're doing amazingly. Mm. This is so cool to yeah, like yeah, see yeah. you do your thing. And I was like looking at my bank account and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have one month left. Okay. I have one month left right, and then okay. like I'm out. So I started applying for jobs right. at the time when my- when it was all popping. Yeah, when it was all popping off, everyone was like, you're absolutely smashing yeah. it. Social was, media. Yep. Social media. <laughs> <laughs> Highlight reel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was literally in my room sending out job applications oh, left, really? right, and center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, I need money in the bank mm, this month. No. Like anything, temp work. Yep. 
And literally within a week yeah. of me starting that process, I got the first email. Oh, did like, you? Yeah, we want to book you. Yeah, we want to book you for well, a guest set. This is our budget. I'm yeah. like, Ooh. cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me Tonight. Th- Let me think. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also got an email from... Um, like a party travel agency oh, that yeah. do the, they basically have like resident DJs the over the summer islands. in their different um, resorts. Yeah. And I was like, amazing. That would give me, it's probably a little bit more commercial than my sound, but like that will give me some invaluable club experience. Big time. Um, and honestly, I just, I was saying yes to everything. Sure. I was just like, Why yes, not? yes, yes. Let's dig myself out of this hole. Um, because by that point it was going to take me a few months to get back on my feet realistically. Um, and yeah, I kept just getting bookings, interestingly, much more around Europe than in the UK, but really? not complaining. Amazing. It's been fantastic. Amazing. So yes, you've done like, let me read the list again. You've been to like Cyprus, France, Munster, Ibiza, Germany, Milan, Spain, you've done a few festivals as well. Yes, I've done yeah. festivals with Jubel. So it's like more of a brand, brand. activation yeah. thing. Yeah, this is but good though. Again, it's been such good experience and to actually get in the festivals. And, and is that, it, it, do you outreach to these brands? Are they coming to you now or a bit of both? Jubel was actually an amazing one because mm. I discovered them at Taste of London Festival in 2019. Nice. And I don't drink beer right. other than Jubel. Hello. And I tried <laughs> it and I was like, this is really nice. Oh. And Chrissy and I just became like obsessed with the brand and kind of like I engaged with them on socials. Ah. And then that conversation happened uh, earlier this year and they were like, look, we really like your stuff and we oh. want to work with you at some of the festivals that we've got going on. And then, yeah, it just became a perfect partnership, I really. I love it when that happens. Yeah. This is, this is like little little bits of outreach like that and, and you know, tagging stuff that you love and just like, like you say, being yourself and like not not promoting stuff that you hate and don't like and things like that. Yeah. Stuff comes full circle. It really does. Yeah. It really does. So, so now you've had like some of your life and you've got loads of good content. Is, is the plan now just to keep building content, keep getting the gigs. How's that? How's the sort of, how's the uh, steady income of gigs happening now? Is it steady flow or? You, well, I mean. Is it the life of a DJ? We've got winter around the corner. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see where I'm at in a few months. No, but uh, yeah, the plan is definitely keep the gigs coming in. Definitely go hard on the content again. I think especially like over the winter months, just get in the studio, smash out content because, you know, the, as much as I love, playing out to a live audience and that's at the core of all of this all of my opportunities have come to me off the back of instagram so like yeah and socials in general so it that just has to be in the strategy like 100 percent. it has to be in everyone's strategy and like i was doing some research like on your stats and like people like be like right what what is consistency like you've posted 515 tiktoks oh my god <laughs> right and it's like you know people are posting 10 and being like i'm not going viral and it's like this is this yeah. is the levels right tiktok does not work like that no it doesn't and like you say it is about like nurturing relationships over time and like people might not come crawling to you when you you know go viral on tiktok but it it's a conversation starter it's like a respect level it's, and it's that kind of notoriety to be be able to maybe outreach or to have someone look at you and be like oh these are these are serious yeah you know and and also like i'll get more into like the actual djing and the, and the music shortly mm. but like i i had to prioritize content as well from an income perspective because yeah. when i was djing you know again like around last winter when i was really struggling for work mm. and i and i was doing really low paid gigs last year yeah. i was just like 
DJing isn't the career choice if you want to make loads of money. Right. Like realistically, unless you're in the top like 0.01%, it's not the it's not the career to make loads of money unless you really, really build a brand. Yeah. And so and also that allows you to diversify your income and make money from like branded content and partnerships. And obviously you need a profile online to do that. So it's just like my my business mind as well that drives me to do that 100 percent, yeah you had a, a a sort of viral um instagram on tiktok when you're saying something like you know djing is basically like a startup company all of the things you don't see behind the scenes you have to like figure out on your own yeah like how to make content how to be a social media manager how to be an accountant <laughs> how to do outreach networking it's just everything <laughs> we're the ceo of our own startups that 100%. is how it is 100 percent, totally but you do but yeah, you do get like applicable skills elsewhere that you, you, you it would take you like 20 years in a job to get. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like a the crash experience course. experience is insane. Crash I feel course. like I could do any job after yeah, yeah, DJ. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. like, listen, I've covered all angles now. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I come to like doing CrossFader full time, I just like walked in first day and I'm like, I know everything what to do here. I've been, I've been, doing, I've yeah. been doing all of this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, no, I think also to, to answer your question about next yeah. steps for me is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This summer, I feel like I've been really thrown in the deep end um, because like we were discussing earlier, I've managed to like work my way up in DJing without actually ever having to DJ in a club for a few hours yeah. and hold a dance floor. Yeah. And so that has been a huge learning curve this yep. summer, even just for my one hour guest sets, like understanding that my sound like you have to adapt your sound for yeah. different crowds sure. because you might get, especially with the the way that I put out content, I do have a lot more commercial sounds, but I also love playing edits. remixes, yeah, yeah, yeah. so many edits, yeah. like global dance stuff. Yeah. And it just doesn't work with some crowds. You have 100%. to be ready to like go full yeah. commercial or at least just like, you know, work mm. the crowd pleasers yeah, into yeah. your style. 100%. It's uh, one of the main reasons I wanted to get you on because you openly talk about, you know, sort of skipping this residency scene, which is something you want to get on your belt because it's a great tool to have. But it's like, you know, there'll be people saying, well, you know, you need to, you need to be doing five years and get your reps in, and which is fine. But if you can get it, you, you can get it. But it's just an, another opportunity way to get in. Like I said at the top of the, the, this podcast, like if you're in an area where there isn't that much opportunity, you might be in a country where it doesn't have many clubs or in a city that's just like miles away from anywhere that plays music. The opportunity to get into the industry, there's, there's multiple ways. And obviously like the content is like number one. Yeah. And like you say, now with the opportunities, you do have the opportunity where you're networking, you're meeting these people, having these gigs to fall back, back on and be like, actually, I'm interested in doing more residencies to get the hours and the reps in yeah. under my belt because I know that my shows can be better and then I can learn and my content can get better and all that kind of thing. Exactly. I think like, maybe in theory you can skip that stage yeah 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 and you know with branding and social media as it is today and i'm sure there are a lot of djs that have done that but i would just feel so much more confident yes getting on the decks in a club knowing that i can go anywhere that i want to or need to with the mix and i think also something that's really important to think about that maybe isn't discussed as much like on this topic is job security. Yeah. You don't, as a DJ, you don't have the same job security as someone on a contract, yep. like on payroll. Five, yep. Exactly. So you need to be able to still, you know, get bills paid outside of what you do in the public eye. Yeah. And so for example, if a huge brand approached me with, 
a huge budget mm. to do, um, you know, a, yeah. a, a, an event, a gig for an event that they're doing. Mm. And they want a certain style of music yeah. that isn't what I play in my club and festival sets. Yeah. I would still really like to be able to do that. 100%. And I still like other music as yeah, well. Course, and I would yeah, love yeah. to be able to think, hey, you know what? I've literally got the perfect playlist yeah. for that entire gig already. And I know the transitions inside out. So yeah, I'm going to do that. And then maybe that covers me for like X amount of time yeah. to reinvest in this yeah. part of my business and focus on doing some events perhaps to like grow my live audience in London, but not necessarily like make a lot of money from those events, you know? Like there are things that you have to do for free in this job too. And you've got Definitely. to get your money in different ways, so. Yeah, there's, there's kind of two ways to look at it. We, again, we were talking about this earlier a little bit where there's like, you're building you like a personal brand. So it's not necessarily attached to like the music you play. It's part of it, but you're building your brand alongside the DJ content. Or there's the other way of like double niching down into towards like your mute into like the music. It's like I play minimal tech house and that's all you're going to see on this on this channel so there's two ways to go about it and like i say but both both ways work and both um avenues rel rely on having consistent content all the time to to push to that audience and, and yeah if you look at it from sort of the outside in like you say you're working with brands you can position yourself there you're like i want to work with like these types of brands then you can sort of position your sort of content around that exactly yeah and i think like it's once you've got your your name like in the mix anyway behind the scenes yeah. like you'd be able to get certain bookings like off the radar anyway and i think sure. my sound has been on such yeah where we at where journey. we at now where we at with music <laughs> what are you what are you playing you a, a lot of your um sort of bootleggy edits have have gone viral some of your mashup stuff's gone viral like where are you where are you finding what, what's your music taste at the minute because it can change that's, that's fine and True. what uh, where do you find a lot of the edits and things like that i would i would describe my my sound right now as global dance music yeah because like it's kind of cheeky in a way because it just covers so much like that's anything from afro house to ballet funk to dance hall house like all of it but and i suppose i would like look to um the likes of major laser or dj snake as references for that sure but when I first started DJing, I was doing like hip hop and UK rap. And nice. that's what my, my old radio show was, um, yep. you know, years back. And so that's the music that I had that I started with. And I also have, you know, crates of the open format stuff for the more commercial events. And some of the sounds that I posted on Instagram that have gone really viral are more commercial. So I do get booked for more commercial events yep. while I'm like on my Twitch streams, just playing loads of like Brazilian but, rave music. <laughs> Brazilian underground <laughs> tech. Yeah, so yeah. to sum it up yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and being like fully transparent, yeah, yeah. I'm. that's the stage that I'm at now just is basically between. working out, do I double down mm. on one niche and pick a lane? Yeah. Or do I continue to like focus on growing my personal brand, brand yeah. And being able to genre hop and yeah. yeah, mix across because it is possible. Um and there are people that are paving the way for that now. So yeah, <laughs> watch this space. Stay tuned. <laughs> and on Where will I go next? And on the music tip, shall we play a game? Yes. <laughs> right. Don't know if you've listened to podcasts recently, but we've stuck on a game for a while. It's called Crossfader Chart Challenge. Basically, right, you've got seven positions in your chart. I'm going to play seven random songs. Once they enter the chart, they cannot be moved. Okay. Oh, gosh. So I basically picked like none of your music, kind of hip hop and then housey stuff, but yep. just by the biggest songs of this year on the dance floor, kind okay. of, right? Fairly recent as well. So yeah, 
So you've got seven positions. Are you ready? <laughs> I never will be. Right, let's go. Let's start with this. Oh. <laughs> Should we go off? Do you want to go off? We did this with Joe. We decided to go off. Crowd reaction or personal taste. What do you want to go off? I'm I'm selfish. So my personal taste. Personal every taste. Time, yeah. Cool. Oh. Sprinter. Water bagger, by the way. I'm going to put this at number three because Ooh, I I, okay. I I want to put it at number one, mm -hmm. but yeah, I play like so many remixes you of play this like one. Loads yeah, of so I'm like I just it's been played all the time. It's got to go near the top, but I'm scared. What's oh, okay, right, next one. Oh, here she is, Queen Georgia. I'm. This version went like viral on TikTok, and then it became like an actual song, like with the Gypsy One remix. <laughs> I, George Smith, little things. One of my, one of mine of the summer. I love this song. I'm actually. Where are you going? Gonna put it at number seven. Really? Yeah. Not, not, not the. I still own, love so it. So because I only like the remixes. Yeah. Okay. Not, not a big one of the original. Yeah, just. Yeah. It's. I love. Yeah, I love the remixes, but. Yeah. Not too um, about the original. Okay, let's go a bit more hip hop. Oh. This is like the biggest one now as we're yeah. recording this. Gonna. I'm gonna five this one. You're gonna five it? Yeah. Are you still playing a bit of this stuff in your sets and stuff? I like am, but not. All edits? Yeah, exactly. All edits, yeah, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you find like all the edits? Is it SoundCloud mainly? SoundCloud, yeah. Bandcamp. Yeah. Yeah. After it's the, all SoundCloud and Bandcamp. After the game, you're gonna have to give us some producers to follow and stuff. Oh, like I will, that. I will. Uh, where were you putting that five? Yeah. Okay. So you've got. I love this game. <laughs> well, this is where it starts getting stressful. Oh, no, right, because you've done seven little things: five fuck you, mean gunner, three sprinter. Um, let's go with. I mean one, <laughs> one. No, I, I like. No. I was like going to give myself wow. a minute to think about it. No one's ever gone so hard on a number one. Yeah, it's this. This is it. This is it. The pegster, I call her. Again, like. Gosh, I really need to play some originals in my set, but I've been absolutely smashing out a remix of this song. I and mean, it's like, it's it can go anywhere in the set. Yeah. And it's just like the best moment of the set. Yeah, I mean, and you're just on the party islands. It's just like every oh, every strip it. of every party island is Peggy Goo. Um, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Amazing, right. Um, we got, what we got next? We got this one, it's a bit more housey. Oh, of course. I'd say this is more UK vibes. But this has been doing bits as well on party scenes. Jazzy giving me. I think I'm going to put this at number six. Six? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bop. It's it, a bop. It's a bop. But I haven't been playing it too much, too to be much. fair. Fair enough. Got to be honest. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So six. So you've got four and two left. Oh my God. This uh, is actually uh, so tense. I already <laughs> have regrets as well. <laughs> right. Do you play this one a lot? <laughs> Relax my eyes. This one, when it came about, I was getting requests for this all the time at my student gigs, and I was like, I don't really get this. It's super chill. Yeah. And, then, and then one day I was just like, this song is amazing. It just like crept up on me. So yeah, relax, relax I know, my I eyes. Get, I, get, I know what you Do mean. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's not, like a slow burner. It's like a slow burner. I'm like, yeah. now I'm just like obsessed. It's this bit. Yeah, true. Relax my I eyes. Think, you've got four and two. I think that one's going to have to be four. Yeah, so you've got two left. So let's have a look. So the last one for... Oh my god, yes, perfect. Happy days. I'm so happy. I'm so happy with the top three. You're happy, I'm yeah? I'm so happy with the top three. Like, yep. it gets a little bit murkier beyond that, I'll yeah. admit. Yeah. Might have some regrets, but yeah. top three, 
Nailed it. Regrets. Joe LaBelle had seven and one left and he he, oh my God. he, he, he had to put who told you in number seven. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was wounded. I'm glad that wasn't me. <laughs> so your chat is seven little things, six giving me, five fuck you mean, four relax my eyes, three sprinter, two who told you, one Peggy. Listen, happy with that. I'm I'm just happy with the top three. I'm happy with the top three. <laughs> So such you, a brilliant game. It's such a good game, right? So it, good. it gets pressure. Like the boys are always stressed every week. <laughs> um, yeah. Where are you finding all your edits? And is there anyone we need to like follow for like, you, like you say, you're playing like Bali Funk and then like Moombaton and like yeah. global, yeah. like global is a great word for it. Yeah, like. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, SoundCloud and Bandcamp is literally where I find everything. everything. Yeah. Um, and I mean, in terms of producers to follow. Yeah. Terracora. Oh yeah, I follow them. Paul Mond. Solely, highlight. Solely is never, a joke. Yeah, like ridiculous. <laughs> the, honestly, I, I honestly play probably eight of his edits in every set now. Yes, yeah, I know what you mean. FS Green, another FS producer Green. who's who I play like eight edits by, like in every set. Franchise, yeah. Crooks Pistols. Amazing. I mean, and I've had the pleasure of like DJing with these guys Sick. over summer, which has just been yeah. like a big life goal ticked off for me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Egg Never. He has just been dropping heat oh my god I, the, the rumble afrobeat yes, yes. I, so I, I've not, I don't think I've ever played normal rumble I just play that afrobeat yeah. version like oh um, my god he d- yeah so he's done the the rumble remix rumble and then remix, also um he did and he's done an amazing remix of sprinter oh has he yeah oh it's quite god. like it's no kind of like straight. UK it's like I'm gonna say like a cross between like UKG but like bassy. Okay. It's just like a proper club a edit. Bop, yeah. 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 Um, and then also he did a remix of Na Na Na, which he, right. which is mixed with um, Gypsy Woman, and it's just I'm, like, but it slaps. I'm it's like it. kind how, of Afro house. How long pop. do you how long do you spend music searching, music hunting? Um, to be honest, my algorithm knows me really well now. Yeah, it's good. So after like the the kind of in the first like years of digging and digging, digging and digging um generally i can find some amazing stuff online but the best the best discoveries happen when you let yourself go like deep down the rabbit holes it for is. sure it is and also just like in fact i saw um a post from jamie that said something like this recently on your feed mm. about actually just searching for like oh yeah your like a specific song and looking for an edit of it yeah. i've had so many amazing discoveries doing yeah. that on soundcloud yeah. and then like working them into my radio show and people were like what like i forgot about the song and you found this like completely yeah. flipped genre version yeah, of yeah, it yeah yeah and what's it. and what's good about it is when you're going to clubs and playing these edits that 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 content then it becomes all the all the comments are where is it what is yeah. this song because it's ID, like ID, ID. you need to find it and it's like it's like another like engagement tool that you can use and, and you're instead of just playing like the, the originals oh like definitely playing, so it's all your sets sort of like what like 80 percent edits and then the hot tracks they really they really are like yeah. unless i'm doing like one of, yeah, like a sort of commercial yeah. residency gig it's literally all edits but like you you have to really back yourself when you're doing a set with edits because some some crowds aren't as receptive to it sure so with certain gigs i will i'll have to read the room oh and yeah and adapt accordingly as sure. always i i mean Standard. that's literally that's the job. literally the job. the job um and yeah like i had a gig last night where i was just like i started with some super like corporate crowd friendly vibes yeah, and then yeah. i was like i'm just gonna tease in this like <laughs> yeah. a mappiano edit yeah, 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 yeah. and then i was like this is being received well yeah. and then i was just like bam we're deep in the mappiano <laughs> all of a sudden it's like where are we there's no turning back now ah. <laughs> the edits have begun amazing right what what is 
what is next? What's your six? What's in the next six months pipeline? Year? Are you do you know have what? you planned, or are we just are we now like just in the moment? We're literally. I mean, we. I've been in the moment all summer. I'd yeah, say yeah. I've. I've had. I have made sure to enjoy every minute of summer. It looks like it, and just be like, I'm not going to stress about content today. I'm just going to enjoy being in the room Beam. and playing for these people, and just being like, wow, this is so cool. I've been like flown out to another country to DJ. <laughs> Come on, gotta go hotel. <laughs> <laughs> the novelty doesn't wear off. No, like, hotel. Hotel never wears off, does it? Even on no sleep, I'm like. Like, this is pretty gangster. Yeah. I literally like had two trips where I had to go, I had to take my suitcase to the club to get picked up after my set from the club and go straight to the airport to go to another country for a gig the next day. And I was like, yeah. I have officially this completed is, my rock star initiations. This is it. <laughs> I made it, and mom. Then you step onto the Ryanair flight and you're like, oh. <laughs> and then you're asleep on Athens Airport floor, like, mm. <laughs> and then my parents are calling me, like, we've just checked fine friends and you're in the wrong country. Are you okay? Yeah. It's like, mom, I had just <laughs> fallen asleep. <laughs> um, but no, I would actually say, and I'm always transparent, like, with yeah. my audience about this. Right now, we're going into winter. It's time to, it's time to, like, kind of, almost get back into the behind the scenes like strategy and like come da- come up with what's happening next and I think so see the long game yeah I think over the next week or so I'm literally re- I'm really going to sit down and just kind of work out what the game plan is yeah. how I can really push forward with growing my brand but also just nailing my sound sure. and then continue building on that I'm still solo right now so I'm doing everything independently yeah don't have a manager or a booking agent yeah for a long time, I was like, I can't do any of this without that. Yeah, but yeah, actually, yeah. I've kind of realized, again, like the art of backing yourself in this game is yeah, very yeah, yeah. important. Yeah. Um. So and, and yeah, pl- just continuing. Plus on that, it, it's a strange one. Like, I was the same when, before I got my booking agent, you think, ah, this will be, this will take all the stress off. It isn't, it, it's yeah. doubly because all of a sudden you've got someone who relies on you making sort of content and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's good to sort of, know how everything works yourself and do it all and make the failures because then once exactly people, once people start come on board it just a lot, totally a I'm, I'm embracing it yeah. and i've had like conversations like that with friends as well in the industry yeah. who are like you know you, you can't expect someone to join the team yeah. and everything changes overnight yeah, no. because at the end of the day you're still running the ship like it's still sure. your business and these are all you know resources that will help you but you've kind of got to know yeah. where you're going yeah, and yeah, how yeah. everything works in the yeah. first place. So I'm just kind of enjoying the, just enjoying the journey. Listen, we are going to enjoy the journey with you and we are backing you and we can't wait to see how it pans out. Congratulations on everything that's happened so far, but onto the next one, onto the next levels. I'm going to try and force you to do a mix in this studio right now for us as well. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but thank you so much. Where can everybody follow you? Everyone can follow me on socials at Annabelle Stop It. At Annabelle Stop It, that's TikTok, yep. Instagram, SoundCloud's just Annabelle, actually. I managed to do a little Beyonce there. Hello. <laughs> just just the first Anna, name. Just Annabelle. That's a flex. <laughs> You've got to go hard. If you're doing the one, yeah, one name, it's got to be on point. And I know. It, is, it is as well. Amazing. Listen, thank you for coming on today. Thank you so much Make for sure having you follow me. follow it and we'll look forward to seeing the journey. Sweet. <laughs>